We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 137 of Married Millennials. We are back from Greece, and we're pumped. I'm pumped, at least, if you can't tell how you feeling, babe. I'm phenomenal. We just had an amazing two-week vacation in the country of Greece. So many people have said that is a bucket list trip, a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Right. And while all of that is is good, I want to address that statement first before we talk about our Greece vacation because, it, yes, it was an amazing trip. But what was interesting is I heard several people tell us when we were planning this trip and getting ready to leave is that, oh, man, Greece is a once-in-a-lifetime trip. And I kept telling Joy, I was like, why do we have this mindset that <laughs> we can only we do it can't, one time? We can only go to Greece one time in our life. Like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It cost us $650 to book a ticket to Greece. Yeah. Two tickets. So it cost us a total of $1,300 to get to Greece. Now, if you have followed the weekly wellness newsletter right now, from the beginning of January, you know, Joy does a, a weekly savings challenge. You have already saved over $1,000. If you follow it for all 52 weeks, you will save, I believe it was like $1,384. So listen to this closely. If you just follow Joy's weekly savings, you would be able to buy two tickets, round trip tickets, to go to Greece. So when I say that, if you think about like $650, you can look right now on what you spend at $650 and you're like, oh yeah, this, is, this makes no sense. So for some, <laughs> someone to say that Greece is a once in a lifetime trip when it only costs $650 for you to buy a ticket and go there. So we have to change our mindset when it comes to vacations and opportunities, and not just vacations, but opportunities that present themselves in life. Mm-hmm. Nothing is a once in a lifetime opportunity. This is why you get up, you work, you create, you generate income, you manifest abundance, and life comes at you and rewards you with opportunities. Amen. Like that's, so we need, yeah. we need to shift this, this entire mindset. So like right now, and we were talking to our, our Lyft driver on the way back from the airport, and he was like, man, Greece has been on my bucket list. And Joy asked him how old he was. He said, like, I'm 44. And I was like, book a ticket. I literally went on Google Flights. I said, here are the prices. When are you thinking of going? He's like, oh, well, I got to go find somebody to try. Then here came, you know, these added excuses. Yeah. People now, are why, in their own way. Yeah, why you can't do it. Like, yeah. you can do it. Do you have a passport? If you don't have a passport, how much does it cost? $199? It's a, it's, no, it's 180 bucks. 180 bucks. So 180 bucks yeah. to get a passport if you're in the United States. And then it costs us 650 If you go in off-peak season, you can find tickets between six to $700. If you go in busier times, you're maybe looking at like $750, $800. But still, we were able to get it done. You can go to Greece. It's not a once-in-a-lifetime trip, people. Now, I can tell you it is a once in a – I'm not even going to use that statement. It's an amazing sight to see, yeah. specifically Santorini. I won't jump ahead of the vacation schedule just yet. Mm. But, it, I mean, it was such an amazing trip. But I just want all of you guys right now to break free of the confining thoughts about what is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity because I'm just tired. And I've been so guilty myself of saying things can only happen once or I have to take advantage because I'll never be able to see it again. It's just like, no, I don't need to try to do everything. Like I told Joy, there's things in in Greece that we didn't see. But I was like, we'll just come back and see the things that we missed 
all we got to do is book a plane ticket, y'all. Like that. That's yeah. It. We just got to book a plane ticket. But I think it's just that people have been conti- conditioned to think a certain way, ourselves included. We've For just sure. kind of broken free of it because we're like, wait a minute, why not? And I think once you start asking questions, like, well, why couldn't I do this again if you wanted, if I wanted to? And the answer is, you could. There's, there's literally no reason. There's no law that says, okay, you Greece must be a bucket list trip, and you can only do it once. There's, there's no law, so you can, you can go after what you want. You can go after what you want multiple times. There's no number of attempts that's like, okay, well, you're done now. They, just go live your life. Go. Like that's yeah. literally it. Is just go. And and I want to be very transparent. Is I am. I have times of lapses in my thinking. This is a Joy and I have spent the last really almost two years really focusing on our mindset and just. Mm-hmm changing our worldview and constantly growing and challenging our opinions, our thoughts and ideas and just being open to other lessons and thought processes and of, of the world and, and different people. And through that process, it's really just helped us open and grow. And this has just been one of one of those things. It's like, yeah, we yeah. just we went to Greece for two weeks and we're going to New York in another two weeks. Right. So Keisha, I'm gonna hit you and we're gonna link up yeah. when we get out there. But now, like I told you, I was like, all right, well, once we get to New York, I was like, oh, I got to hurry up and get another trip on the calendar to make us get going. Yeah, that's the other thing that we discovered that the way, because I do think there's like a post-vacation blues, right? You know, you get home from this vacation that you've been preparing for, then you don't have anything on the horizon, so you're kind of sad about it. So the way to get out of that is to have another trip on the horizon. Now, does that mean you need to go spending buku bucks and everything needs to be paid for and planned and all that? No, but have something else on the horizon. Don't do your dream Greece trip and then think, well, I can't do anything else for another two years because I need to save for another dream trip or anything like that. Just, you know, do something small. Go, but... Again, go live your life. Also, I apologize in advance because I'm very jet lagged. We're I, I haven't slept. I, <laughs> I've slept, but I I'm sleeping at weird times. Yesterday I got up at two thirty and then I fell asleep or two thirty a.m. And what time did I fall asleep? Like five six. No, no, it was later than that. Maybe like eight or nine. That last oh night. last night. Yeah. Oh, you fell asleep around nine o'clock. Yeah, and then but then I woke up this morning at three thirty and I've been up. And I'm not rested by any, yeah. I'm just no, so we, the yeah, so we got just, we got back home on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I fell asleep at four, and then I woke up, and it was night outside. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like it's probably two, three in the morning. Like I feel, I feel good. I got a, a nice, you know, ten hours of sleep. But you know, when you wake up and you don't know what time it is, you don't want to grab your phone, yeah. for the sake of being disappointed. Yeah. So I was just like, no, nah, I think I'm good. So I roll over. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me just let me just check my phone. I check my phone and it's eleven oh eight p.m. <laughs> I was like, well, damn. But you fell asleep at like four. I fell asleep at four. So I had seven hours of sleep, but I just was not just ready ready time. for the eleven oh eight p.m. wake up. So then I was up from eleven to three a.m. Yeah. And then finally went back to sleep and woke up at seven. And so yesterday I was kind of all over the place. Last night I went to sleep around ten thirty. Woke up at like four o'clock in the morning. So I'm a little sleepy too. But I, I think by Tomorrow or the next day, I should be able to get back. On I schedule. can recognize that my brain isn't working the way that I want it to. <laughs> but like I said, I'm not sleepy, but it's like my mind is just tired. Well, what happens when you go on vacation? Like for us, like you're checked out for two weeks yeah. of what's going on at home. So you're out of your schedule, you're out of your routine. The little hiccups and disrupts that come out come out throughout the day, yeah. like you don't have to worry about it. You're just 
mm-hmm. pacing and moving at your own accord without yeah. any distractions. It's so your brain is low-key relaxed. So then you come back <laughs> home and you have all of this stimuli. <laughs> oh, I got to wash. Oh, I got to walk the dogs. I got to pick up the dogs. I need to bathe the dogs. Oh, we need to watch <laughs> this show. We got to set up for the podcast. Yeah. We got to go grocery shopping. We got to go grab some toiletries. Yeah. Like your brain just gets thrown back into the gauntlet of your everyday. And you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's unwilling to go I was zero chilling to for two weeks. Yeah. Like chilling. For two weeks. Oh, my So that's struggle. all it is. It's just on, on an adjustment. Like, I'm there, too, as I'm talking. I feel like I hear my brain moving, trying to pull the words from the brain to my mouth my so I can communicate. My brain is in a lazy boy right now. Like, she's not trying to come out. And I'm like, hey, you want to? It's like, nope, with with some potato chips. Like, the struggle is real. Well, and you got Thanksgiving that's coming up this week, right. too. Right, I think that's the other thing. I think I know that it's still chill time. So I'm, yeah, my brain's just kind of being an unwilling participant. Yeah, and, so, and, so I apologize. And, if some and of always, my it's like the holiday season. You, you know, with your brain, this is the time of the year. Come, come Thursday. You are officially checked out for the rest of 2018. Yeah. You're done. Like it, it happens. If yeah. you own your own business, if you're a manager and you have employees or you're an employee, you know at this time of the year, this is when everybody in the office completely checks out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. Like, okay, the year is over because what happens now is all of all the your Christmas colleagues parties. and your employers mm-hmm. and employees are now spending all their time at work looking at and doing online shopping. That is what's <laughs> happening from, from now until the rest of the year, everyone is online shopping. So productivity is getting low. Basketball is getting really good. College basketball is back. Then yeah. football playoffs start coming together. Then you have the bowl series. So everybody, like, you're checked out. Productivity just goes to hell in a handbasket at this time of the year. So we're, the brain is fully yeah. like, oh, so you gave me two weeks, and now we're coming to the, the, the last six weeks of the year when, like, we don't even have to care? Yeah. Seven weeks? I feel like my brain does feel... I keep thinking January is next month. Oh, yeah. Because I've just... I completely written off December. <laughs> I was like, well, I won't be participating in December. So, yeah, January. Oh, man. Like, yeah, that's 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 pretty accurate. Like, the next thing on my to-do list is to put up Christmas decorations. I'm telling you. so I have so much to do between now and when that happens. For sure. in my brain, I'm like, oh, yes. Your brain has officially... You checked out. Yeah, and I'm thinking about, like, in what way I want to hang up the lights. Like, that's what I've been ac- occupied with. <laughs> Like, I'm serious. Just, I'm, I'm just letting it. you know. We, we been, this is where you're at. Like, it's, that, it's a reality. And then also, just I know this is late, but we haven't recorded an episode since then. Ariana Grande's Thank You Next is stuck on a loop in my brain. Like, I'm waking up with it. It's not even a Thank hit. Thank you. Next. It is actually a hit. But I mean, it's, 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 it's a, a bop. It's a bop. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's bop. cool, but like to be on loop in your head. It's just catchy. It's really catchy. And it, it kind of makes you wish you're going through something. So nah. that you could like play it. No, nah, I don't like, wish I'm going through anything. You. I'm cool off of that. Next. There's there's no song I think... that I like enough to where it's like, you know what? I wish I had a problem no. so I could really feel this song. <laughs> not not never. That's fair. That's not never. Fair. I just think most people like well, not most people, maybe women, we like to be sassy. Like any song that's sassy, it just we like it. Whatever whatever floats your boat. Thank you. Back to Greece. Greece. Let me tell y'all about this trip though, y'all. It was honestly such an amazing, yeah. relaxing, fruitful trip. Mm-hmm. We ended up doing, we, we flew out on a Monday and landed in Athens on Tuesday. So it was about 25 hours of traveling. Mm-hmm. And then we hit the ground running because we were only spending one night in Athens. So we had about a day and a half in yeah. Athens. We hit 
obviously the Acropolis. Yeah. And seeing, you know, the Parthenon, the Temple of Athena. I mean, it was just so dope to see buildings like that old. It's just, it's ancient. It it's is just really genuinely ancient. And like, you look at the United States, like, they're, like the oldest thing that you're going to see is from the 1600s. Yeah. Like, 400 years old. Like, okay, that's old. And that's but like, if you're on the Going East Coast. back and seeing things from BC, mm-hmm. it's just like, man, this stone is just old as old. Yeah. Just completely ancient. So it was, it was really cool to just be around the energy of just things that have been on the planet for, for a, really a long, long time. ass time. But it wasn't just that something's been on the planet, because I think, like, if I were just looking at a regular rock and somebody said, oh, this rock is a thousand years old. I'd be like, oh, bet. Like, that makes sense. That's cool. But, like, you're looking at buildings yes. that are thousands of years Ruins. old. Yeah, so it's like somebody made this. And that's where my brain kept going. It kept yeah, going. Yeah, to the architecture. I was like, yo, they, like, built this. No, my brain kept With no going modern technology. to the, the moment that it was created. Like, gotcha. the moment that... So if you've ever painted something before, right? Like, there was a time where there was a blank canvas. And then you take your paintbrush. So let's just say the Mona Lisa, for example. Okay. The Mona Lisa was a blank canvas, and then it turned into the Mona Lisa. But before that, it was nothing. So to me, it's amazing with these ancient ruins. Like before they were stone pillars, they were just giant slabs of marble. And not only that, but it is held up. Like it's still there, and it's still in its shape. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's like straight up rubble. But but, but like there's still like a lion's head. I can see that it's a lion's head. Somebody made that, and it was literally thousands of years ago my brain has a hard time wrapping around that no i feel it and, and yeah. that's what was was dope you know, being able to see little ancient ruins so we attacked that and then the thing i loved a lot in athens was we went to the olympic stadium yeah which was you know for me it was just heaven as an as an athlete i just felt like oh just let me get all the sports so here i was running the steps and mm-hmm. sitting in the 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 king and queen's throne or the royal chairs which are made out of marble and just complete like that was the craziest thing is just seeing like all How the marble and stone i don't know cuz it was like redone and all kind of things. So I, I don't, I can't give you an accurate statement. You'd have okay. to look at the, the history of the stadium. But it was, you know, so that was was really enjoyable. We saw a few other ancient ruins. But the thing I loved the most about Athens, aside from like the touristy stuff that everyone obviously wants to go see and take pictures of, was just being in the city. So we stayed in the neighborhood called Plaka. Mm-hmm. And the thing I loved about it, we our Airbnb host was so gracious yeah. that when we checked in, he was like, come on, drop your bags and let's walk. And he walks us around the neighborhood, yeah. introducing us to business owners, yeah. one of the, the, the elders who oversees like a super old church. So we got to look into that. Uh, other you know, local men and women. It, it was just, it was yeah, super cool. Yeah, showed us cool. where to eat, where yeah. you could shop, like, told us where to go for everything. So it was just, like, it just, it just us, felt even, nice. He said people take pictures here for Instagram. Like, he yeah. even gave an Instagram photo location. Yes. Like, thanks, sir. It, it, he was, he was real cool. But that's what I really enjoyed the most about you know, our day and a half in Athens was, like, really just immersing ourselves in the city. It's like, yes, we had to go and rush to see the must-see sites. But we just took time. We're like, we just want to walk around the neighborhoods and just get a feel for right. the culture. I actually felt the most at home in Athens. I don't know what it was, but it just felt very familiar to me. Like, I was I was cool there. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I just felt like I eased into it pretty easily. Like, I didn't feel like... I felt very comfortable. Like, I, I was just good. And we ate at this adorable cafe where they played live piano while we were just eating breakfast. It was, I mean, just amazing. And 
we got up early and watched the sunrise, and I think I just uh, love that too. Yes, our Airbnb was so. If you plan on going to Athens, and I'm going to send you where we stayed. Yeah. Like if you so really want to know, seriously, just send message a, us. Yeah, and send us like, a DM, yeah. and I'll I'll give you the the place of where we stayed because they have a rooftop balcony mm-hmm. that you can see above like the city of, of Athens. Athens. Yeah, right behind you is the Acropolis. The, the Acropolis. And we're looking at, and so it was dope. And, and Joy talked about this: is you know we're watching the sunrise, and you hear the old ancient church bells, and it was yeah. like the city was waking up as the sun was rising. Oh my gosh! Like I still can't get over it. I think that was my favorite of the whole trip. That was my favorite moment. Really? Yes. That was, and that was what one that day was, in. Yeah, that was and the second day. And we saw plenty of beautiful things. It's not that there weren't other wonderful things that happened, but I was just genuinely so pleased in that moment and so at home and I mean it had, there was a slight chill in the air and I had a cup of tea and we were just sitting there enjoying the sunrise and I I made this comment to Justin too I said hey you know it says something that we're sitting here awed by the sunrise when literally the Acropolis was right behind us I'm like there's this ancient ruin that we have flown across the world to see but if at the beginning of the day not the end of the day we're watching the sunrise that's real I and think that and that's we did it. Wonderful. We did it almost every morning. Yeah. So we attacked Athens, and after going to Athens, we went and spent with three days in Santorini. Santorini yeah. Now, y'all, Santorini. Obviously, if you're on the gram, you have seen pictures of the white facades and the blue church steeples. Yeah. Like you, you've seen it. It is just a picturesque place. But I can confidently tell you, pictures don't, don't do, do Santorini justice. justice. I don't I I don't even know how to explain to you how beautiful I know how to explain it. This place is. So there's take this person. You there's this person that you've seen in real life, not on Instagram, and they look like they're wearing hella Instagram filters and they barely have on any makeup. This is the best looking person you know. And in your mind, you're going, How are you this attractive? <laughs> Like, no, seriously, how are you this good looking? It doesn't make any sense. That is Santorini. Santorini is that for Greece. Like, how are you? It's so picturesque. Like, you look out. There's a good view everywhere you are. Like, there's everywhere. At least in Nia. We stayed in Nia. There is no bad view. And I think most places, so for us, we're from California. Most places that have an amazing view, you got to pay to get in so that you can look out to, you know, over the ocean or whatever so that you can have this amazing experience. Well, Santorini, the whole thing is like that. So you're not paying any extra or like, oh, can I get into this restaurant? So that, I mean, you just literally walk out your door and it's just ocean oh and a couple like little, uh, there's volcanoes it in is. the ocean. like. Oh what? It looks like a Bob Ross painting. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Like, that's what it looks like. I, like I said, so we stayed in, in Ia, and that's where, if even if you don't stay in Ia, a lot of people come up to Ia to watch the sunset because it's, yeah. you know, it sets on the caldera right over the ocean. Mm-hmm. And we stayed there, and I, all, I can, all I can remember is just walking out of our Airbnb and just seeing miles upon miles upon miles of ocean. Mm-hmm. And the, to me... Everyone talked about, we, I had a, a friend who had just went to Greece not too long ago, and he had made the comment of saying, make sure you go see a sunset in Santorini. Mm-hmm. So we were like, definitely, and he said, you had to go see it in Ia. Well, we are planning to stay in Ia anyway. Mm-hmm. So we watched the sunset, and I told Joy, I was like, you know, the sunset in Santorini really didn't do a whole lot for me. Nothing. And the reason I say this is growing up in California, I've seen amazing 
sunset, sunsets over the ocean. Over the ocean. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was another sunset over the ocean. Grant, you don't have this beautiful backdrop behind you right. as the sun is setting. But as far as like actually looking at the sunset, I was like, okay, the sunset is setting over the ocean. I mean, it was gorgeous. Ocean. Let's not like, for I'm sure. not downplaying but it. But to me. But I think we were waiting for something we never seen before. For, uh, yeah. Correct. And for me, the sunrise in Santorini Clowns, clowns the sunset because as the sun is rising the sun rays are casting onto the white buildings yeah like that to me you can't see anywhere else well, and it besides rises Santorini. over a mountain like the gold of the sun the cascades into the ocean and then and then it goes from the ocean slowly up the island and then that's when it starts to hit the buildings and there's like shadow and golden light and it's like you know, dawn, so it's the the new day. It's beautiful. Oh, like, it's, you it's can't help unbe- but love it's it. It's unbelievable. We woke up both mornings to watch the sunrise in Santorini, and I yeah. was in awe watching it come up. And again, just seeing the, the rays hit the water, and it's just blue. Like, just completely blue, completely peaceful, so beautiful. Now, I will say a, a benefit and kind of a detriment to our trip is Greece, at least the islands, shut down at the end of October. Yeah. And I when I say shut down, I'm talking about there are You've businesses never seen this before. with yeah. signs on the door that say see you in March. Or April. <laughs> or April. Yeah. So from November And the ATM shut down. November through through February, the islands, a lot of the shops are completely closed. Like done up, not they look like you, they're nothing. out of business. Yes. Like it's not even just like, oh, you know, we're closed. Like I mean they have you know that stuff they put on the windows like that white what, what it's, is, I don't know, it's like, like a white foam so you can't see inside. Yeah, like we saw a lot of that or just people like <laughs> restaurants that looked abandoned, right? It's like tables and chairs pushed into like one corner of this big restaurant. It was crazy. Was like, see you in March. I was, yeah. And so we started talking to locals and they're like, oh yeah, the island's completely shut down. Yeah. Because tourist is so, tourism is it so heavy economy, between yeah. March and October that they're like, well... November through through February, they go to different parts of the country. Some of them going to Athens. Like I know our Airbnb host. Yeah, she lives in lives Athens. Lives in, in Santorini. For eight months. For eight months and then goes to Athens during the slow months. Yeah. You know, so it was just a, a trip to, to see that. So we weren't able to get all of the, the local, local culture. But what was nice about going in an off time is it was so quiet. I just felt like we were not bothered at all. It feels like the island's there for you. Yes. Like that's what it's like. That's it was about. so quiet. And they, yeah. the locals were saying like, this and they're like this walkway right here jammed with people you can't even move yeah and it, to me i was like damn there is literally nobody, nobody. so you just felt like you had this entire view to yourself no noise no nothing just the water and the sun mm-hmm. oh my gosh you guys have to i mean you have to get to santorini it is oh I can't. I, it doesn't I, disappoint. I can't even. It doesn't disappoint. I will say this because oh I, I wish that I would have been warned about this. There are a lot of stray animals, and you know, I love, I love animals. So I wasn't upset that there were stray animals. But and they, by stray animals, dogs and cats. Dogs and cats. Yeah, but the the thing is that they poop. Like and and people don't clean it up super quick, so that is the thing that I wish I would have been prepped for because I just really was not expecting it. So when you're walking around, you do have to look out. Like that's honestly, that don't you feel like, like yeah, that there was true. like literally walking to our Airbnb, there was a little trail of poop. And I was like, man, I would have been real upset if I stepped in that. Yeah. And, and so it, it had just been dropped right before we got there and yep. then somebody stepped on it. But low key, which I'm not great, like that happy about this, but because it gets confusing, some of those pathways, 
I, I one time I almost went the opposite way. There was, a, there was another stairway next to it. But then I looked and I saw the poop and I was like, no, that's the way I need to go. So it loved me. So, so the poop me. benefited you. Yeah, it really did. But but I will say that. And yeah, the you, cats are aggressive. They want your food. And your attention. Yeah. And they're the nicest little, the nicest so little nice. animals. Yeah, they're like, so yeah. nice. But yeah, Santorini is, is yeah. a it's a must. Yeah. And oh, what I also loved about Santorini, they have a red a red sand beach and a black sand beach and technically it's like a red rock beach and a black rock beach because black pebble beach. yeah like they don't really it's not sand it's it's rocks mm-hmm. and the red beach was beautiful and it's at the very southern tip of the the island of santorini yeah. my parents and i ended up going to both the black the black sand beach i think i think it's called parissa beach was like yeah, it was okay for me. I really liked the red. The, to me, the, the red rock beach was beautiful. And again, like the beauty of going in the off season is there was nobody on the beach. Yeah, like no one. So we got there in the morning and explored the the beach and, and was just looking at the rocks, taking pictures, having a photo shoot on the beach. It was it was such a a beautiful place. Santorini is is a must. Like I get it. But as I told Joy, is that I not in a rush. To go back to Santorini? Yeah, because you, did, you because did it. I saw it. Like, it, it's not a very big island at all. Yeah, small. And, and I mean, the beauty is, I mean, those, I mean, I took so many pictures of just the I ocean. I would go back if, and like, me. your friends are like, hey, we're going we're to Greece. We're going to Santorini, obviously. And we're going to go to Santorini. Cool. Like, For yeah, sure. But I'm saying, I, if, I don't we, feel like I, if we, when yeah. we go back to Greece, I'm yeah. not necessarily saying, like, oh, I need to add Santorini back to that, to that list. Because I want to see the other islands. What they have else? So many islands. Oh what gosh. else? You know, Greece has to offer. So then, after Santorini, we went to the island of Crete, and Crete is the biggest Greek island, and it is absolutely massive. And we were only able to do the eastern side of the island. So we went to two towns on the east side of Crete, which are really beautiful, fun, festive cities. And this one beach that we stumbled across, we were in what Agios Nikolos. Yeah. On the eastern side of Crete. I've never seen water like this before in my life. Uh, t- this Mediterranean Sea, y'all, is like blue, blue, blue. It's like a turquoise, it's turquoise sea green, blue, yeah. crisp blue. It looks like how you think the ocean's supposed, supposed to look. This is what I, I told my mother. I said, you know how when you go to a pool, and let's say you've never been to the ocean before, and you go to a pool, and you go, okay, well, the ocean is just this, but bigger. Right, and then gotcha. you get to the ocean, it's like green Dingy. and gross, and you're like, oh, and this it, is West not- Coast Ocean, because some of right. y'all who are on the Atlantic, like if you're right. if you're in the Caribbean, like that's a yeah, beautiful yes, water too, ob- absolutely. But this Mediterranean so, Sea, though, this ocean looked like a pool. It just looked like a giant pool, and the sand was so soft. This is the softest sand I've ever felt. It was so fine, yeah. And, and so we went, and first of all, about about Greece, as it was said, it was 66 degrees and sunny. So I was expecting like, okay, it's gonna be chill. Yeah. Well, when the sun comes out in Greece, they don't have this smog layer like they do in Los Angeles. So when that sun was out, it felt like it was 80 it degrees. It was hot. So I was like, well, damn, I'm a little hot. Yeah. So Joy and I didn't bring our bathing suits to go to this little little town. We had no plans of going into the water. But then we stumbled across this beach, and I'm looking at Joy, and I said, I, I have to get in. Mm-hmm. And I'm fully dressed. I was like, but, but I was like, I can't not I put my body mm-hmm. into this water. <laughs> so I stripped down to my drawers. And enjoyed myself in the beautiful Mediterranean Sea. And I do have a picture that I was going to post, but I didn't post it because I'm sure y'all don't want to see me with my drawers hiked up, just standing <laughs> in the, the middle of the, of the sea. <laughs> but, but it was, it was such a, I, I have never been to a beach that beautiful. And it wasn't even a popular beach. Like, I don't even know the name of the beach. 
We just happened to like walk down. It was down like a little bay. I don't, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I literally but don't I know But I can tell you called. how to get there. Well, I couldn't actually tell you how to get there, but I could show you. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I yeah. was just like, damn, like the fact that we can stumble into beauty in Greece, like you just, yeah, oh, on accident. That was gorgeous. Like, oh, okay. Like, oh, so this is the, the nicest beach I've, I've ever seen. Okay, great. So next time yeah. we, we go to Greece. Like if that was by the house. Oh, it'd be a rap rap. A rap. Rap rap. You would be like, all the LA folks were like, oh, I don't, Where are I don't do Justin? the beach. Yeah. Like, and, and Joy and I are, are guilty of that. We'll go to the beaches in Malibu and literally never go into the water very often. We put our feet in. Yeah, we do, but we don't really get our bodies in. I can confidently say... We used say, to in college. We would like body surf, remember? Yeah. In college. That, and then what happened? Is, you get older. You, you realize, <laughs> like, like, you, you know, know what? what? <laughs> this isn't the best decision. <laughs> yeah. So then you're like, ah, I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. Right. But I can confidently tell you, if our beaches were looking like that... <laughs> yeah, because you could see everything. Everything. Yeah. I'd be in the bag and swim out for mm-hmm. a smooth minute and just be looking at the ground like, oh, okay, cool. So you just you're just visible. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was amazing. But next time we go to to Greece, I do want to go back to the island of Crete because we want to see the, the eastern side. side or excuse me, the west side. Yeah, the the western side west of side. the island. And there's a beach there that has it's called I think Elephanisi Beach, and they're supposed to have a pink sand beach. But I've heard like it's really not that. Not that exciting, but TripAdvisor said it's like one of the most beautiful beaches in the world, and we didn't get a, a chance to see it because it was four hours to get there from where we were staying. And again, we can just go again. Like just th- that mindset. I kept, you know, telling Joy and my parents, I was like, it's like it's no big deal. Like we can just book another ticket and come back and see it. And there's something more freeing when you have that mindset instead of trying to jam yeah. everything into like, okay, I gotta see it because I don't know when I'm gonna come back. It's just like, no, okay, well, I'm going to enjoy what I see, and then I'll come back and see what I didn't see. Right. I, I've always felt like that, and then I also feel like, I've always felt like I see what I see, and that's that. Like, I, you know, I don't I don't have FOMO when it comes to certain And that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So for you guys, you know, you did the Red Sand Beach and the Black Sand Beach in, in Santorini, and I was like, I'm going to stay here because I didn't want to miss out on just sitting on top of a roof of a cave house in Santorini and just looking at the ocean. I was totally okay doing that. And for them, you know, they were only gone for three hours and they were like, well, it was only three hours. But for me, that was three hours that I got to spend by myself staring at the ocean. That's real. That's, that works for me. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that site is, is amazing. So then we ended up, you know, coming back to Athens for a night and then flew out and we had the best damn flight back home. Was it Lufthansa? Lufthansa. Lufthansa. So we got we got hooked hooked up. So Lufthansa is a is a very popular airline, one of the best airlines in the world. And when we checked I can in, understand that now. Yeah, when we checked in, you know, I was adamant of getting exit row seats, extra legroom seats. And sure enough, we found a row of four that had in the exit row that had extra room. And we got on this 11-hour flight back to L.A., and I was so damn comfortable the entire flight. I have never been on a flight for 11 hours and landed and said, I could have did another five hours of that. That's how I felt. I, I literally was like, man, this, the flight's over already. I could I could have done 14 hours. Like, yeah, that's I, I literally could have flew an 18, 18 to 20-hour flight. On that, okay. on that 11-hour flight, I didn't get yeah. out of my seat until an hour before we landed. Yeah. I was sitting down for 10 hours. Now, y'all know, if you've met me in person, I'm all legs. My knees come up to my ears when I mm-hmm. sit down. It's just not a very comfortable position. I had my legs fully extended, 
chilling. They had the TVs that came up right out of the mm-hmm. the side of your your chair. I watched three Robin Williams movies, yeah. which were all amazing. Goodwill Hunting. I know I'm mad late, but damn, that movie is phenomenal. Yes, it came out I believe in like '97 or '98, so I'm super late. I it was before then. No, I think it was '97 '98. And that movie, if you have not seen that movie, my gosh, that's a phenomenal movie. So I watched Goodwill Hunting. Then I watched Dead Poet Society. My gosh, another brilliant movie. And then I watched Patch Adams. So I was just on. I was on a Robin Williams bender. We got fed two vegan meals. Shout out to Lufthansa and all the airlines who are accommodating vegan diets on the on the flights. Like I was genuinely appreciative of that, and because we were. Vegan, we got served first. First, they bring us out our food first before everybody and like, gets their basically, food. Basically, by the time you finish eating, everyone else is just getting their dish. It was amazing. I was like, oh, I was like, like this I special could special treatment. Right I now? could get used to this, and the food was good. And you know what? What's what's interesting because you know your vegan diet is really just vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like they just brought out well seasoned vegetable meals, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Now, airplane food gets a bad rap a lot of the time, but I was genuinely satisfied. With both my meals. That second one, that curry yeah. rice dish was delicious. But that those potatoes and whatever, that, that whole the thing potatoes was, and tofu. tofu or whatever. Yeah, it was Which good. Which doesn't sound good, but it was actually really good. I was like, okay, okay Lufthansa. Actually, I will say that second one, like that curry dish, I want it too. Yeah, I did too. I was like, can I have one more? I was like, it was delicious. Yeah. And I was hyped. Like I said, the fact that they accommodated us and then we got served mad drinks. They came every hour to offer you ginger ale, water, like whatever you, got you wanted. Free wine free and wine. beer. I was like, what and is brandy this? And Bailey's. You, you want to add Bailey's to your coffee? I was like, oh, this is how I need to fly. And I wasn't even in business class or first class. We were on a, a literally double, economy. We were an economy on a double decker plane. It's the first time I've ever been on a double decker plane. But what was nice is that we were sitting on the top of the plane, and only only people in the top. It was like five or six rows of economy seats. Then it was business class, and then first class. So the entire plane just felt comfortable. Like you had yeah. space to breathe and move. You didn't. You weren't jammed. Like if you looked, to, if you went down to the the bottom. The, the bottom half of the plane, you just see how many seats and rows that they just jam into planes. Yeah. So it was just nice to be on a long haul and feel like you can breathe. Yeah, you didn't get like, that. Get you know how planes eventually get very stuffy and you start to feel like, I can't wait to get off this plane. I can't wait to get off this plane. That didn't happen. No. And this is the longest flight I've ever been on. It was amazing. Now, our yeah. flight to Athens on Air Canada was disrespectful. That second flight was <laughs> mad disrespectful. The <laughs> smallest damn seats ever. Like, yeah. I genuinely could not fit. I, I had to, I slept. Though. I had to keep my knee in the aisle, but then you keep you keep getting you Not. know waking up because people are bumping into you because they're rude as hell and don't <laughs> know how to navigate. I was like, yo, you see, like, I'm asleep. You just going to bump my shoulder, asshole? Like, it was the, now that flight was not the business, but Lufthansa just brought it home and allowed us to just fly in comfort and style, and that just capped off a beautiful two-week yeah. vacation in Greece. Gosh, I'm so excited. I'm just excited to go to another place. I told like this was a more of a trip. It was like a tripcation. It wasn't a uh, it wasn't a vacation. More of a trip. And Europe is and to, for me at least, Europe is trippy because I like to to see the sights and because it, it's just been around for a while. So there's just more history and more things to see. So next trip, I do think I need a little, I want a vacation, a little tropical. You have to have Aside a place where like, there is nothing to do. Yeah. Whereas I can do nothing in a place where there's plenty to do. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't. I, I like to be entertained and go feel the city. I just can't sit. <laughs> Jess was like, so one of the, in Crete, we were at a resort. <laughs> he just went, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, 
what? Yeah, well, I like, did say. Yeah, I know there's a lot of privilege. Bored? I know there's a lot of privilege in that statement. I know yeah. there's a lot of privilege <laughs> in saying you're bored on a resort. I understand that, and I will take all the flack that comes with that. I'm I'm acknowledging my privilege in that statement, but it was like I wanted to see. I wanted to see more, and because we again we were there during an off time that the resort you know, closed down a lot of what they had going on. Yeah, there even was our pro- resort. Closed. There was probably. 30 rooms that were booked out of the 200 that are available. Yeah. So we were playing tennis. They had a little mini golf, a yeah. little mini golf course on their, on the resort. It was nice. I mean, it, like, once we explored the resort, I was like, I felt better about it, but I was just like, there's no, there's like no energy. I like would get up. I go to the gym, come back, read, nap. Like I was good. Yeah. Joe, I was chilling. I, I wanted to see a little more. <laughs> So once we got out, I was good, but I did enjoy playing tennis. We, we found a new hobby while we were on vacation. Yeah, okay, so we want to start playing tennis. So for those of you who play tennis, let us know, and then maybe we could do like, a, you know, a, a double Because I'm just, I'm just going to be here. I'm getting after it. I'm just letting y'all know Listen, I'm getting after it. Listen, I'm not really good. I'm a, a pretty good server. I'm not going to say like I'm an amazing server, but... You can't, say, you can't say you're a good server like when you don't serve like the pros. I was going to say, well, listen, I got in the box more than everybody else did. Yeah, no, you, you, were, you were good. I was accurate, but I wasn't like killing it like, oh, that's a hard serve to get. Like I, I made it really easy gotcha. for, for, for them to hit the ball. But, but, but really, I wanted to do it well so that they could hit the ball so that we can have a... Is it volley? Get into the volley. Yeah. I, I wanted that to happen because we had a lot of instances where we were not doing that no, because we were missing balls. And I, and I will say, Joy was much better than I expected because I'm very hard on, on Joy for her non-participation in sports and her complete lack of understanding <laughs> when it comes to sports. But for some reason, she picked, <laughs> up, she picked up the rules of tennis pretty quickly while I was explaining it to her, yeah. and she was good at hitting the ball <laughs> over the net. I was like, and she looked at me and she goes, are you impressed a little bit? I was like, yes, a lot of it. I just knew that you were going to be a liability. Like I, I knew it. I was fully ready for the liability and just being flustered. But you still wanted to be on my team. I didn't want to be on your team. Aw, but like I gave us a fighting chance. Yes, you did. Like you did well. I was, I was very, yeah. I was very excited. Yeah, none of about us are good. I will say that. Like none oh, of no, us are good. Oh no! Oh, Justin is solid. Justin, you're not good at tennis. I'm good at Please. tennis. Justin. I'm good at tennis. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm good at tennis. I, if you play tennis, come. I, I want to come play against you. I'm good at tennis. I'm an athlete. Like you understand that. Okay. I am an. I am a winner. Let me put. I'll I'm say good this. You are better than the three of us. But I'm not saying that. I don't feel like that's saying a lot. Like I, I can tell you this. So you if feel you put like me you can on play a, with somebody who is good at tennis and still be good at tennis. Somebody who's a pro. No, but if you like, say you play tennis casually, like you've always played tennis casually, I feel very confident going against someone who's played casual tennis for yeah, their entire life. Yeah, I mean, life. I feel like you could, uh, listen. I feel comfortable. What you need to do is hit the ball, hit it in bounds, and hit it in a way that hopefully they can't hit. Like, well, that's, true, and I, like, that's, I'm an athlete, that's and it. I understand the rules of tennis, where things go. I, I feel confident. Who wants, who I, wants to battle me? Listen, I I'm feel ready like for the challenge. A, I do feel like you're good enough. I'm not saying, like, you're, you're not bad at tennis. No, like, I'm not. You're not like, I wouldn't be like, oh, Justin's, like, Justin's legit. Like, I would say you're legit at basketball. You are good at basketball. Well, well, Duh. You, yeah, I you played put in time college. in, but like, yes. when's the last time you played tennis before this bout? It was about five, six years ago. Yeah, and then, and how how often were you playing? That well, you were playing. I was playing often, multiple yeah. times a week. Yeah, you were at uh, the start at, at the startup house. house. Yeah, so I, was, I was getting it in. I'm just I'm just letting y'all know, like, come, come try me. Just like come see me. My Serena serve is on deck. 
Come see me. I want to practice because I actually do want to get good at tennis. I could see myself being like 50 and being like, I'm going to the tennis court. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm going to play with like The fact you know, that Fufu Joy looked at me and said, like, we can do this. Like, you know, that just made the athlete and me smile. Like, wait, my baby just told me she would play a sport with me? Listen, I, wow. I, 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 I'm That's not an athlete, but I am athletic and I always have been. The fact that you disrespect me. I don't think that I am is very annoying. <laughs> well, look, you, everything I've seen from you has not been very athletic. <laughs> I so it's not it's good. been tough for me to call so you an athlete. I will say this because I I have always la- lacked in arm and shoulder strength have always been my greatest weakness. So and you need that to throw balls far. Yes, you do. So that that is my biggest struggle. It, it really is just throwing balls. But I don't struggle. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> I struggle at throwing balls. You play. But, you play with them well, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate. Who cares? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let that fly. We're just gonna. We're just gonna go past that. <laughs> As I awkwardly blush. Uh, damn it, Justin. I don't even know what I was saying. You were saying that you're not. You're, not, balls, you're okay? not good at throwing balls. Yes, I'm not good at throwing balls. I struggle. I just don't have as much force, right? But but with everything else, and I know it's like, well, what more is there to sports other than throwing balls? But but tennis, you can you can hit a ball yeah, off the racket, and I'm de- decent at that. And I told you also that I'm decent at badminton, but we've never played. Yes, you did. Say, you have always said, which that. is probably why I'm pretty decent. at Exactly, because you you've had experience hitting something with yeah, a racket. We, we used to have a badminton set up in our backyard. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so we'd go out and play. So you used to really get it in on badminton. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll play you. Yeah, no, I'm not very good at badminton. It's, it's weird. It's like you hit it hard as hell, and then the little birdie just <laughs> flip- like flutters, and then just I was like, "Yo, I hit this with all my might, and you didn't move." So badminton frustrates. But me it's a, a smaller rat. It's fun. Tennis is better, it, but it is a slower moving game. It is like tennis has you just it's, you got the but court think, and the movement. But let me say it this way: because it's slower, I think you have to be better. So tennis, you could dr- hit it, drive it home, and even though you can still spike it in in. Yes, you can do that. It, it's but a I'm similar game. I'm just saying game. that because it's slower, you have to be more strategic because people have more time to do I got things. You. Yeah. I got you. So that's where we're at. We're, we're, we're excited to, to embark on our, our athletic journey as a couple. We might have found a sport that we can play together. So anyone who's nice at tennis, if you want to come see me, if you want to come take this L to an amateur, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to hand out L's. No problem. So my my ask is this. If you play tennis and you're willing to play with me as I'm really picking up on the game, that would be great. That's that's how I feel about it. I, I want to see like it. So now, now we got to go find a tennis court in our neighborhood. I got to get some rackets, some tennis balls. Because you know how I get when, I'm, when, I, when I get serious about something. I get serious about it. I would it. love to play with you. Now, here's the other thing, though. I'm not trying to be out on the courts for like five Four hours, five hours. No, I just need two hours. Yeah. but So are you open to like an hour, hour and a half, or does it need to be two hours? I'm open for about an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, because my arm got real tired after two hours. But you just got to work it. That's We got to build up that stamina. We got to build up that stamina. Yeah, Probably about an hour and a half. Well, look, what we can do is we can try to find something during the Thanksgiving break and and, and enjoy it. We need that. I can't believe it. Thanksgiving break is is happening. It's Thanksgiving on Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. You know what's funny about about being vegan? And I know we talked about this last year because we were vegan for our first Thanksgiving last year. But it's funny when you change a diet. Celebrating a a holiday that's built around food, it's just not as exciting anymore. So to me, it's like, okay, happy Thanksgiving. And now we go back to like the actual purpose of Thanksgiving is giving thanks for the family and friends and your loved ones. It's like now we can really embody what the holiday was meant for instead of just 
eating yeah, and leaving. Be distracted I, I, I was by, like, yeah. oh, hey, auntie. Hey, mama. Hey, cousin. Well, let me get a plate. Let me get a second plate to go before everybody else gets that. And if you're that person, you're an asshole. I don't like you. If you are the person. Oh, please. Stop no, it. No, listen. You can't say you don't like No, me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I shouldn't say I don't like you, but I judge you. I have a judgment eye on you. If you are that person who fixes your to-go plate before somebody else gets their first plate, you, my friend, are an asshole. And I and you just need to know well, that. that's a Thanksgiving PSA. So I don't feel like that's okay. Yeah, maybe yes. that's not the most impor- appropriate thing to do. But my side of the family does do that because there's a million of us. So it's like if you yo exercise and a, and a exercise self control. Yeah, like it's, it's it's disrespectful. Like you're coming through the line with three plates. You getting you a plate. Your 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 but cousin a plate. People and are then a to go plate for people who haven't come yet. Like and I haven't. I got an issue with that. Like yo, you do not fix plates from if your ass ain't there, <laughs> you're not eating. Like that's what's like. But what if you're at work or something? I understand. What happens is everybody there should get their plate first. Everyone who's in attendance should fix their plate. Once everybody's been served, I have no issue what you do after that. But it's mad disrespectful I, I that's, when yeah, that's people right come to the to line. Do, and you're like, yo, how are we already out of this? And nobody's eating a plate. But you see your one auntie in the corner who got eight plates with foil wrapped in rubber band and saran wrapped together. Like, come on, yo. That's reckless. Don't be that person this Thanksgiving. I was going to say, it's more my uncles than my aunties. Well, well, like your uncles. I, I just said yeah. aunties. I wasn't, I wasn't pointing specifically to an auntie. Yeah, to my, there's my some, life. there's some of y'all listening right now. You are that person. Your job this Thanksgiving is not to be that person. Don't be that person. No one, li- no one likes that person. I'm telling you, people judge the hell out of you. And the problem, too, is like you're your, to go, your to-go plate is always way bigger than your standard plate. So you're yeah. just disrespecting the food. You're di- you're being disrespectful. Don't be a disrespectful asshole this Thanksgiving. That's all I'm saying. Let the other people there. I do think that eat. you're right, but I just don't. It's not resonating with me. Like you're right, yeah, sure, but I think it's just because I was raised in a family that's like you either of, gonna get in heathens. or not. Yeah, heathens. That's what that just heathens. Yeah, heathens. Heathens. You, you just gotta get in and fit in. Like. No, I, I, I get it, but I mean, again, <laughs> the food needs to be eaten, but at least allow the people who are there to eat first I, before you start. Again, that you're not wrong in thirds because I've seen it too like yo how are you going to have three plates like there's still people plates, I've seen three thing. plates how are you ha- how do you have three or just in no, general in general I'm okay. not speaking to any particular sides of the family I'm, I'm keeping this general on purpose and if you think I'm talking to you good because you're that person also I do want to say this really quick is that so for my family we do potlucks out you know how you feel about potlucks but when you do potluck, there's plenty of food. So I can see if it's like someone has prepared all the food and there's not as much. Why, yes, that approach that you're talking about, the right, which still is, yes, the right approach, uh, works. Where it's like, okay, just take something for you right now and then come back if there's seconds or whatever. But potluck, you tend to have a lot more food. That, that, there's that a is lot true. more to go around. But I'm still sticking to my guns. Don't be that person. Right. Allow the folks at your home or the home in which you are a, a, attending for Thanksgiving, allow them to eat their meals before you start packing second, thirds for your boyfriend, for your, your daddy's best friends, cousins, uncles, sister's girlfriend. Like, let everybody eat. And then more importantly, though, give thanks. Yeah, we are so thankful for you guys for just showing us love consistently 137 episodes in. Some of you guys have been rocking with us like literally for 137 consecutive weeks. And for that, our depths of gratitude are endless. So thank you guys so much for for always rocking with us and, and sticking with us. We truly, truly do appreciate it. 
I know I already gave a lot of thanks, but I'm going to say it again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you are hearing, please leave us a review. And of course, share it with all of your friends and family at Thanksgiving dinner. And of course, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.